This is an SM Media production. Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Scottish Football Show right here on SM Media. The usual team's back after a week in holiday. Mark Wilson's back with us. Wilson, what's been happening? Hi, well, it's obvious you've got your first team back in after the shambolic substitute that you made last week with having Mark Robertson. But I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad to be back because I, I know for a fact I was severely missed. Well, did you did you agree with any, did you disagree with anything in the show last week? I, uh, I disagree with everything he says. To be honest, uh, <laughs> Scott Shankers and Alan Trout were excellent, as were you as usual, Scott. But him, he's clueless. That man, clueless. <laughs> And Shankers is back again. You don't take any holidays. No, me, mate. No one, no one. You're getting the money. I'm getting for this. You can't take a week off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to start off with. Obviously, last week you missed the maybe the, the biggest week you'll you'll have ever had supporting Scotland. <laughs> Scotland are into the Euros. What was your thoughts? Well, un- unfortunately, eh, I can remember this as a kid being a regular occurrence. Um, going to World Cups and uh, European Championships. Um, and I can remember France, 98, uh, vividly. But as, as I say, it's it's a fantastic achievement. Um, it really is. The new format, to be fair, probably makes it a lot easier. Um, but the fact we're there, and, and that, that's the bottom line, you just got to draw a line under it. And it was um, a great achievement for the bit of flack that previous Scotland managers have had in terms of trying to get us there. Um, and I still, I still stand by this. I still don't think we've got any absolute world-class players. But it shows you when you've got a, a great manager and a team um, can do that than around having one or two in, individual players. Um, and I think Steve Clark has, has worked wonders um, and found a new dimension. Um, but as I say, bigger tests will come to the Euros. But the fact we're there, and in typical Scottish fashion, we get to the Euros and they've been held in Glasgow and London. So <laughs> we'll, 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 be, we'll be sure to enjoy it. We'll be sure to enjoy it. And as I say, it's a fantastic achievement. Um, but we, we, that, that's us. It's a, it's a step-by-step process. We've got to the, the next step and then we need to go uh, try and get to the next one from then on. And hopefully this, is, this becomes a regular occurrence. Definitely. Shankers, how big a mess was Wilson last week in the show? Did we, did we struggle with it? Is it- is it true that he wasn't sober enough for the past week after Scotland's <laughs> win that he couldn't oh, come sad. on? I'll, 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 well, if you're indicating oh, that I've been out with, <laughs> if, if you're indicating that I've been out with Neil Lennon before he turns up to training, and then well, it's completely not true. Completely not true. But it just showed. No, I, mean, I, I have read a few of the comments on social media pages. The, and they were saying it was like watching Barcelona without Messi. So um, <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. Bob, Brilliant. Let's get into it. Let's start off at Easter Road. Hibs two, Celtic two. Hibs went two goals <laughs> up through Boyle and Nisbet. No, sorry, Murphy and Nisbet. Murphy. And Celtic get two goals back, and it went two each. Wilson, as I've said in social media, I'm just going to give you the floor here. On you go. Well, I just, I just want to show Shankar something that he'll appreciate. What I've got on tonight is a black armband. <laughs> because at five o'clock yesterday, Celtic's 10-in-a-row dream has died. So 
that was me paying a mark of respect <laughs> to their great achievements that they've had. But now they are uh, officially uh, lost the plot completely. Now, again, and I've, and I've been vocal about this, I have been saying this since the old fun game, and I'm sure quite a lot of Celtic supporters have as well. You can tell, and we had this discussion with Scott McLaughlin, he was on as well, you can tell players are not trying under the current regime, but Peter Law or Dermot Desmond or whoever has now let this fester, okay? Rather than just cut, cutting the, the problem out straight away, it's festered with the results in Europe, um, draw Aberdeen, um, a draw again Easter Road yesterday, um, and as I say, and then what, what baffled me completely was I was listening to Radio Scotland after the game, and Neil Lennon's first question was asked, Neil, what do you think of that? And the first words that came out of his mouth were, it was exciting. Which, come again, completely baffled me um, in terms of, and we've just kind of spoke off air about this. Now, we all agreed that I, I, we think managers should be able to go and throw players under the bus as being quoted um, and uh, and he, he did that as well but I don't you, you throw players under a bus that you're going to get a reaction from and, and Celtic are just not getting that you cannot go into a game of football needing to win because let's be honest he did need to win um, and play well for 20-25 minutes because for the other 65 minutes they were, they were bordering on watching a bottom six side it's so disjointed and um, they're not performing well. I thought, to be fair, the only kind of bright spark, I thought Edward looked as if he was kind of getting back to some sort of form because he's going to be massive for him now. But Celtic have now put themselves into a position where they have to win two old firm games, um, which is a massive challenge. And, now, and again, and I hope we're not just you know constantly thinking of the criticism at Celtic. You have to give the credit to Rangers. And as I said, this at the start of last season, to be fair as well, I actually thought Rangers would put up more of a fight last season, which they did up until Christmas. Rangers have went and done what they think, and Celtics react, Celtic have reacted badly to it. The Rangers juggernaut continues as it did today, and I know we'll speak about them later, um, but Celtic have panicked with how well Rangers have played. But does, okay. it, no concern, does it no concern, concern you that the fact that McGregor, Christie, I don't, I didn't take away much for them, but they must be in a high after last week, last week, and they just are getting into a flat team. Like, and does that make them flat again? Does that? I don't understand how it works. Like, yeah, because because there's there's, there's some not pulling their weight, and now, and I'm not. You could give. I actually watched Aston Villa as well yesterday, and I'm looking at John McGinn, and he looked a wee bit uh, leggy and a bit jaded as well. Yeah. Um, and it's hard with the travelling and all these things. But as I say, if if you are, you know, playing professional football, you shouldn't need someone to be motivating you for getting you up for it no. um, for any game, especially as big a games as they are. And if and I, I can't understand for the life of me. Now, if I was playing for any team and they were going for such a historic achievement as winning 10 leagues in a row, regardless of how much I despised the manager, hated the training, I would still be going out there, even selfishly, trying to make myself some sort of legendary part of this success. Mm -hmm. 
and what and it, it looks so disjointed and a divide between some personnel and the manager. It's it's just it's descending into a farce. And and the way Celtic are performing just now, they'd be lucky to finish third behind Rangers and Command. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think Shankers fits? Obviously, have to deserve a lot of credit for going two goals up. So, I uh, obviously it was a game Celtic needed to win. Uh, they, they need to win every game, obviously, but it was it was a, a massive game for them. Away Hibs have not done too well in in recent years. At Easter Road, I think two thousand fourteen was the last time uh, they won there. Uh, but uh, it will feel probably well, no, it definitely is. It'll, Feel that two points drop for Hibs, like no matter how bad Celtic are, Hibs are Hibs are two 0 up and and lose two two goals, uh, they'll be disappointed with that. See, see what I'm taking it as for a Celtic point of view. I think Edward has to play starting a game like that. No matter, I think he never started him and Duffy never started the model game previously in the one. So is Lennon just playing the same, like playing the same team because they won to prove a point. But for me, in a game like that, you have to play your best players, and Edwards arguably their best player, and, and he has to play in a game like that. For for me, I don't I don't know why he's why he's not started. To be honest, but, uh, I just take, I just take the fact that the front pong and Beaton's defending for the goal one. The thing was the second goal was absolutely nonsense. Like, mm-hmm. and front pong's reaction for the first the penalty save is incredible. Now I've. I've been speaking on this show for about six weeks now. He's the worst player in the SPL. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, every single goal conceded comes from him. Not and slaughtering Duffy, and it's fine, as I say, and I'll say that along. Usain Bolt's not a football player, he's a runner, and the same about Frimpong. Absolutely no. Celtic should have signed Stephen O'Donnell when they had the chance last season. A proper right back is what they were missing. And they went with him. And they got Greg Taylor, who I think is excellent as well, to be fair. Um, and he's been, I think he's been very unfortunate to put out the team. Chris Boyd made Frimpong. a point today about, uh, about Taylor uh, saying, like, the full-backs are playing like that, defences conceding goals, basically. And Taylor's probably been hard done by because he, he was getting slaughtered for pillar to post. And the guy that's come in has arguably not done any better. So, that's, I, I get, and again... But slaughtered from pillar to post by the supporters. Neil ah, yeah, needs to yeah. be stronger and big enough to to say, "Oh no, it's my team, and I'm doing this and I'm doing that." And as I say, the do- the downfall since dropping Taylor's been in- incredible. And I'm not saying he's you know he's a one man team or anything, but as I say, I watch Kelly every week. He's been he was Kelly's best player for two seasons. Got get, gets his move, earns his move, does well, and then to be all of a sudden just out the team. And as I say. Laxal does is not. He scored a great goal, a great finish for a defender yesterday. But I'm thinking he's not any better than than Greg Taylor. If, I, if I'm honest, mm-hmm. yeah, I say. And from from for me is just a liability. Mm-hmm. Well, we move on. We move on to Thursday night, and obviously the Celtic go to Sparta Prague. I Sparta Prague. Aye, yeah. Prague. Aye. If the same thing happens, it happens at Parkhead where Celtic get humiliated. Is that, his, is that his last chance saloon? He's been in last chance saloon since the old fun game, Scott. He should be out the door. Now, I'm not... Dis- why isn't he dis- out the door, then? Well, that's... I, I, again, I mean, he came in when the when the when when Brendan Rodgers left and he did his job. I suppose you could say he earned his, his next contract as such. But 
he, even for a Celtic man, I, I, I'm very surprised he hasn't resigned or offered his resignation, to be honest. Because if you're if you're the big Celtic fan, played for the club, know the traditions, etc., etc., and you're having this sort of rut, I'd be surprised if he hasn't offered his resignation. Or, unfortunately, he'll, he'll be sacked. Now, that doesn't take away the achievements that Neil Lennon, the player, and Neil Lennon, the manager, has achieved. But his record now at Celtic's worse than it was at Hibs, and Hibs sacked him. Mm-hmm. So, as, as I said, not, and I said we've had a couple of weeks off, well, I have. This, that was the prime time to change managers over the international break, get a new manager in, set your stall out, work with what you've got just now, few players in in January and at least mount a challenge because just now it's an absolute whimper. And as I say, but again, on top of that, you need to give the credit to Rangers and Steven Gerrard because they're, they're blown away the opposition. Mm-hmm. And it's Celtic have panicked, Celtic have twisted first. Mm-hmm. We're going to touch on Rangers later on in the show, but we're going to move on to the another game on Saturday. It was Dundee United 1-2-1 at home at Hamilton, put it to fifth in the league. Nicky Clark got two of the goals for Dundee United and Callahan pulled one back for Hamilton. But how, Shankers, how can I, much is Nicky Clark kind of stepping up to the plate there? Aye, he definitely has. I think was that maybe four goals in the last two games, I think. Yeah. Uh, and we, we did touch on that if Dundee United are going to do well, the, the three strikers are going to have to pull their weight because when you get three uh, three strikers like Clark, McNulty and Shanklin who have all, have all scored goals where, where they've been, well, you've got to get some sort of return on it because perhaps maybe Paul McMullen, I was a wee bit harsh saying they've not really got much many creative players behind them, but uh, when I watched the, the game back and... Like you've got like Paul McMullen, who's got a bit of pace and trickery in a wide area. Uh, but I think Dundee United, it wasn't a great game, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clark's, Clark's uh, equaliser is a good finish. Uh, Hamilton, Hamilton created a good goal. Uh, McMahon down the, down the wing and a good, a good delivery. Stood it up at the back post and it's probably harder to miss it than score. But I think it's Hamilton's, Hamilton's year. This year they're they're really struggling. Uh, if if they keep performing the way they're going, the manager can't can't last much longer. They, they, I think they're they out, they're out the Betfred Cup as well with a group of like Strara and and Athletic. I think they lost both their games. Albeit it's more important for them to stay in the league than what it is to get through the cup. But they should still be beating those teams like got. Going and winning those games gives you gives you momentum to to go and uh, kick on for the season. But but Hamilton are really struggling. So they are the when you look at a team, they've you're looking where where is the goals and where is everything coming for. I think they are struggling. Dundee United don't think they've lost and think that's nine games, seven seven or nine games unbeaten. I think they ahead. So. So they'll obviously be pleased with that, and that's where Shanklin no playing, obviously coming back for international duty. But uh, I think I think they'll do well, and they'll be up up challenging in the top half in the United. Definitely. Uh, nah, both the teams are rubbish. I'm not interested. In <laughs> Absolutely rubbish. And I, I, just just one one point I'd like to make now. I'm 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 no Adonis myself, but did you see the size of Mark McNulty? Has he been in jail or something? <laughs> I'm thinking, look at the size of him for a professional footballer. I couldn't believe it. 
I'm sorry, I thought he was. I thought thought him and Clark were good yesterday when I watched him. I he was it. good. I he's, he, he, you know he's, he's a rumble, but he was like a stick when he was at Hibs, and I saw him yesterday, and I'm thinking, oh my goodness. But <laughs> I think you you, you had the nail on the head, Shank, because you two you two have been saying for weeks. To be fair, Dundee United will will be okay with the strikers they have, but right. the rest of the, the rest of the team is bang average, mm-hmm. bang average. Mm-hmm. We'll move on to Kilmarnock, three one one against Ross County, Wilson. The early red for Finlay. I just want to ask before we move on to kind of who's, who scored the goals, but what was your thoughts on that? And the, the, again, it's, it's one of these ones. I, I listened to Julie Fleeton and Michael Stewart analysing it, and I think Julie Fleeton said they'd watched it five or six times, etc. Um, I, I thought at the time it looked, it looked a straight red. I thought he caught me his trailing leg. Um, and it gave the referee the camera angles it showed you in sports scene kind of made it inconclusive from the referee's angle I actually thought he had a better angle than the cameras but <laughs> I, could 100, I could 100% see why he sent him off to be honest mm-hmm. but how big a results half of Kilmarnock getting Brophy Kabamba and well, the goals and Grivosti get the goal for Ross County but moves Kilmarnock up into the top six how big a win's that for them well I, th- I thought actually if the result when I saw the sending off, I thought uh, Alex Dyer could be under a wee bit of pressure if they hadn't won that game after, you know, three 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 one nil defeats. I think it was in a row. It was under a wee bit of pressure, but he showed he showed again yesterday. Um, you know, a bit of tacticalness by playing Kabamba wide right. Um, I thought uh, Eamon Brophy would have went out there, but he played Kabamba, then made the sub at half time, went with Kabamba up front. So he's kind of shuffling the pack a wee bit. Um, I think you know affected Ross County and Kilmarnock were deserved winners and another great finish from Chris Burke um, but again these are games Kilmarnock should be winning and need yeah. to be winning um, so as I say I think the top six is, is more than achievable this season mm-hmm. it's, Can I turn it into the weekend of press conferences because Stuart Kettlewell the Ross County manager came out and said it was one of his worst ever results in football why is he saying that Shankles then? Well, when you watch the game, uh, Kilmarnock are down to 10 men, I think maybe after 15 minutes or so, and you wouldn't you wouldn't have been able to tell the difference when you're watching it back. Uh, you'd think Ross County would get a wee lift for that and, and maybe pile on the pressure, but it, it couldn't be any far from it. It looked like they were down to 10 men and Kilmarnock had, had 11 players at, at times. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's happened. Ross County have, have been struggling a wee bit of of late. Uh, but I thought Kilmarnock were good. So Brophy, Brophy, I was really impressed with with Brophy. Uh, the I'm not sure the, the left back's name is it Pinnock, Pinnock or Pillar mm-hmm. or something. For Pinnock. He put he put in a good uh, delivery for Brophy's goal. Uh, but as as uh, Max as Wilson said, Kilmarnock need to be beating those teams at home if they want to be up and challenging for the. For the top six, that's their, their bread and butter. Uh, Chris Buck, he seems to be getting getting better. Uh, the older the older he gets, he he's been good for Kilmarnock as well. But uh, I think I think they will be there or thereabouts for the for the top six. I think that's what the aim's got to be top top four for Europe. Like that's what what the the aim is going to be at the end of the day. They're not going to challenge, but uh, for the league. But uh, top six, I think, I think Kilmarnock will be there or thereabouts. Well, so what, I, is I think Chris, what is about Chris Bartlett? Sorry to interrupt, but what is about Chris Bartlett's kind of changed in the past few few seasons just to make him this kind of intelligent player that we never ever thought he was? Well, he's, he's, he's played at a much higher level 
you know, he's he, and he, obviously he was at Rangers and he was down with Birmingham and the Premiership and things. So he's he's played at a higher level, and I, and, and again, I just always think, I think a lot of the time you get a wee bit out of a guy, a wee bit more out of guys that are maybe come to the end of their careers because they know this is that. You know, in a couple of years I'll not be playing, so I'll treat every game as my last game. Um, so and I think he gets the, he gets the freedom, you know, and he, I mean he works so hard for someone. You know, not that he's, I'm a much older man than him, but for for him, for an old man in terms of football, he works so hard and he, he must be very very fit. And as I say, he's got that wee bit of quality which has been benefited command the last couple of years. But I was just going to make a point there, the Shankers. I think this will be a big season for the likes of Brophy, Shankland, Nisbet, because the, for me there are striking spaces in Steve Clark's squad. Mm-hmm, definitely, and I definitely. think all three. I mean, I know Nisbet's getting the press just now. Um, he's got a wee bit of everything um, because, as I say, Scotland are getting criticised, obviously, for their striker play, with the exception of uh, Lyndon Dykes. You know, the the way the way Celtic are in free fall. You know, can you can you see Griffiths making the squad if he's not going to be playing every week? You know, so and usually these tournaments you're taking four strikers. You know, mm-hmm, I would definitely. think I would think to be honest, and I think he gets a wee bit of bad press. I think McBurney probably a stick on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he does well in a two. Whether he won't start with a two, but obviously if you're chasing games, um, and then Dykes will obviously be the natural starter, I would imagine. So there's still two spaces for me. I mean, Shankland get what five minutes or something over the mm-hmm. three games. Shank Griffiths will be will be definitely in there as well. I, I, I think he will just for. I think he will just for peace. <laughs> Say you're chasing a game with 20 minutes to go. He's one of the ones you know who can give you a goal or nothing. Can he's got that wee bit of flair? But as Wilson says, can you gamble with taking a flair who's who's only coming on for 30 minutes here, playing the odd game there? Whereas like Nisbet's playing every game, he's he's scoring goals. Like it's different if Griffiths is your your only striker. Like you're a you're a small team and you've only got like two or three star players. But there is players running about like the Scottish. Scottish game, young players that that look as if they want it a wee bit more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If this isn't like a kind of kick <clears throat> up the backside for Griffiths to to get his finger out and and cement his place in the squad, then I don't think he'll ever get his head done. And I, th- I think I mean Steve Clark can only take twenty three players now. That's three goals. You're down to twenty, and with the abundance of good midfielders we've got, mm-hmm. because remember mm-hmm. we've been into those games like, and I'm not saying he would start in, but John Fleck wasn't there. You know, there'd been a lot of uh, mentions about Billy Gilmer, wasn't he mm-hmm. there? You know, mm-hmm. so he'll, he'll tend to take more midfielders than he will defenders and strikers. So I think there'll only be space for four strikers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As I say, I think Dykes is one, you know, and then, as you say, Griffiths is a 50-50 for me and McBurney. So there's two, two and a half. So there's maybe only one space. And as I say, so I, I think you might get a few goals out, Shanklin, Brophy and Nisbet. Just to keep the, keep them in the in the window up until June. Yeah, definitely, St. Marin got a win against Livingston to take them up to they they're up to eleventh place with eleven points. Like, how big a win's after St. Marin Shankers? Aye, it's huge, huge. Obviously, I watched I watched a game against I think it was Morton last week during the week, and it was hopeless. I couldn't see a goal a goal coming for for anywhere. I think it was penalties or extra time. Yeah, I turned it off eventually, but they they have to as when we're playing teams like Livingston, teams that are run about their own level, that's where you have to pick up points. Uh, it wasn't 
a great game, wasn't it? Honestly, Chance, I actually thought Livingston were probably a better team. Uh, Emmanuel Thomas missed, missed a, a sitter early on, uh, a header. I thought uh, Livingston, they won the poor. I don't think they deserve to lose the game. Uh, everything that they going forward that uh, was good, uh, Alan Forrest was involved in it for them. Uh, I'm no surprised by that. But, um, it's it's Livy's kind of struggling a wee bit just now as well. If, uh, I'm not too sure where they're on the table, but if they don't pick up wins, then they're going to be there or thereabouts uh, at the end of the season. They've got kind of good quality in the, the final areas like Forrest, uh, Robinson, Sibold, uh, mm-hmm. Pittman, and then they've got Emmanuel Thomas is a big a big lumpy guy. Uh, they 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 should be they should be uh, scoring goals. That they're, they're all the wins this season. It's actually my wife that pointed us out. All Livingston's wins this season have been one nils, mm-hmm. which it, it, it's a good thing. They're not conceding goals, but they're not like running away from him. It's it, the teams are always in, still in the game that they're playing against. But if if they don't start picking up points, they're, they're going to be down there with your your Hamilton's and, and your St Mums and Ross Counties. Mm-hmm. Wilson, just want to touch on what you've you've said to me many times, even years ago, how good a a coach and a good a guy Gary Holt is. He said obviously in his press conference yesterday that he feels he'll need to kind of assess his own position. Like, do you think he he has under a bit of pressure now that they're they're not winning as much at home as they used to? I, I, I think all, all the managers are always under pressure. Um, but again, if, if Gary decides that's maybe what, what the best thing is for the club, then I don't think he'd be short of offers to get to get in somewhere else. Um, they, ha- they have struggled. I think they've only, what was it, one, one out of seven or something at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but see, see, to be fair, see all these bottom six teams, you know, your Dundee United, your Hamilton's, Livingston, St. Mons, as St. Johnson's as just now, all these games are going to be, you know, a goal in it. You know, yeah. it's, it's so it's so. If if Livingston had won one 0 yesterday, you wouldn't have batted an eyelid. St. Mirren mm-hmm. won one 0 You don't bat an eyelid because they, they are going to be so close. Mm-hmm. In Ross County, Hamilton, you know, as I say, there's going to be a goal here and here and there uh, within it. So there's, there's there's no surprises there. But I'd be very surprised if Gary felt he was under any pressure for what he's done at Livingston. Mm-hmm. Um, very surprised because I say he's a good guy, he's like a really good coach. So, um, I think it'd be Livingston's loss more than Gary's, to be honest. Definitely. That is, that is uh, surprising that Livingston haven't done so well at home because like, they used to be a kind of like, fortress kind of yeah. type thing where teams go in there and, and struggle, especially the bigger teams uh, like the Rangers, Celtic, Aberdeen, Hibs, Hearts uh, in the previous seasons. They've all struggled uh, going to Livingston just the style of playing. The, but obviously losing Gallagher and, and, the, and Ricky Lamy, uh, the likes of that at the back, obviously dismantles the the solid defence that they had. Definitely. We'll move on to the final game on Saturday with St. Johnson 1, Motherwell 1. Uh, both teams say 7th and 8th with 15 points. May for St. Johnson and O'Hara for Motherwell. Wilson Motherwell had a bit of a, an issue with COVID. Two of the Scotland under-21 players, Alan Campbell and Maguire, both uh, were told to self-isolate for COVID. What was the kind of thoughts, thoughts of that? Do you think that's, that it needs to be handled better and how the teams are getting told? I believe they get told an hour before kick-off that both, teams, both players well, are isolated. I, I, was, I was wondering if the SPL thought they were playing Rangers, so they had to isolate. If they weren't playing Rangers, then they'd be allowed to play. So it obviously <laughs> helps them in their quest to win the league. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it is. I, I, I can understand how difficult the position is for, for everyone. 
I know Derek McInnes was quite uh, vocal today um, and yesterday in the media about it all. But in terms of this, there's no right or wrong. Um, with the greatest respect, governments around the world don't know what they're doing with it. You know, what's the best thing, a tier system and the way, the way it works. Yeah, as I say, it can, um, it can certainly uh, have an effect, especially when all these uh, younger players are, ha are having to isolate from a positive case. Now, I, I heard one scenario... Was it was it David Turnbull that tested positive? Uh, yeah, I think David Turnbull that tested positive, and there was three guys sitting seventeen rows away from him, and the plane had to isolate. You know, I mean, where, where, where does it end? Where, where, where does it end? Um, but I thought typical Motherwell St George. You could have backed a draw in that all day, yeah, probably nil nil. You'd have backed right enough. Um, but as I say, I'm, I'm no I'm no great fan of St George. I think I think they're they're, they're very poor. Um, and as I said, two, two bottom six teams for me, to be honest. Frank, mm -hmm. what, what was your kind of overall thoughts in the game? Um, when I watched it back earlier, uh, Motherwell's goal, quite a well-worked well goal. A uh, few passes in and out of O'Hara making, making the pulling the strings there and it was a tidy finish. Uh, St. Johnson is a, is a penalty. O'Hara uh, gave the ball away in the middle of the park. Sloppy tried to Trying to dribble, take too many touches, and he's get caught. The ball's through, and it's a stonewall penalty. Stevie May scores up. I think St. Johnson have got some decent players in in the final third, like like Sam May and uh, Hendry. They've got uh, McCann, Ali. Mc I think it's Ali McCann, uh, Craig Bryson, O'Halloran, and Conway. They have got players yeah. who who can produce things. Are just it's just trying to get it all to click, click together, uh, kind of thing. But as Wilson said, it's it is probably a, if you if you were asked what do you think of Mother Wilson Johnson game, you'd probably just go draw. <laughs> it, it wasn't up too much. I don't know if any did any see Craig Bryson tackle. Uh, uh, no, I saw I saw, the, I saw him come on as a sub. No, I didn't see it. Oh, it was a shocker, sure. man. I think it was. Yeah, he, was he, he was a he was he was top player at Kilmarnock when he played yeah. there, like. Box to box, you know, top player. Went to Derby. I like him. I like The big game in Sun yeah, in Sunday was Rangers four, Aberdeen now. Rangers got eleven points clear at the top of the Premiership. Kent, Roof, Arfield and Tavernier with the goals. Shankers, how big a statement was this from Rangers to go to take advantage of Celtic's poor result on Saturday? Listen, I think when when the players and I get all this Oh, we don't we don't uh, focus on other teams and all that. All the players would have been sitting waiting on that result coming and knowing that if they they were gonna try and capitalise on when the points dropped. Listen, when they when they see that the result, I think there isn't a really a team talk needed. They know there's a chance obviously they've got games in hand, but they know there's a chance to to extend their, their lead at the top and, and it was comfortable they they run out of second gear. Uh, um, it's hard to to say too much about it because how early on in the season is you don't want to go and say the lens do a marker or what no because there's still plenty of games to be played and, and I'm sure there'll be there'll be points dropped but uh, they just need to kind of keep knocking them knocking them down one at a time just now but uh, Aberdeen were, were poor weren't they mm -hmm. I'm sure you will both agree. Uh, Rangers won out second gear. If, if a team if a team gets beat for now, like Dundee United came to Ibrox and had a go 
at Rangers and were picked off, uh, pasturing about, etc. Aberdeen sat in and still get. See if you sit in, you need to stay in the games, even at one 0 See if it's one 0 you've always got a chance for the uh, duration of the game. But they sat in and get battered. Basically, they they had nothing at all for me. Of course, they had players out due to COVID and injuries and whatnot, but they didn't even lay a glove on Rangers. If if my team's getting beat for now, I want them to at least have a bit of a go at the other team. But there was nothing for Aberdeen Rangers movement and and that, and they put from middle to front. Uh, was dragging, it was a joy to watch. Was a joy to watch it, it was good to watch. They were dragging players out of position. <laughs> it's just weird. They're dragging players out of position and and what? No, it, it's it's clear to see that that that's not just they've not just turned up and went right. We're doing this today. Like that's been been like obviously worked on in training. It, for, not just in the past week, but months, years. Like you can tell that's how they play every every game. Like everybody knows their job in and out. Uh, if whether it's it's the eleven that played the day or or they make four changes, everybody knows the, their job and and it's hard it's hard to to try and keep the same eleven. Like if they're doing so well, Gerard rotates the team that much. And and I did see somebody saying once, how can Rangers have four strikers but only play only have one striker? Position available, but but be able to keep the four of them happy at the same time. It, it is. He's doing a great job. Uh, I know, but it doesn't say too much for for Aberdeen. They were poor. Mm-hmm. Well, Rangers. When you look at Rangers' bench, then you just see the difference of how far they've come in the last eighteen months to come. They have the lights up. They sit for four nil up, seventy minutes, and the lights of Hadji and Atten still to come on. Like it just shows you the difference. Wilson, how how joyous was that for you to watch that? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I switched it off at 1-0 uh, <laughs> uh, The Hogan OG But it, it, it's, it just goes to show you That £40 million spent in Scottish football goes a long way It, it means you can be near the top of the league And, and beat teams like Aberdeen Who, as Shankar said, turn up and don't lay a glove on you Via the instruction, probably, of their manager It's informing them to do that um, But, as I, as I say I, as I said before, and I've been flipping here, but Rangers are playing very, very well. There's, there's no getting away from that. And it's not just a case of grinding results out as well, because they're grinding results and winning games in Europe as well, which has been a very difficult thing for any old firm manager to do consistently. Um, and Gerard at the moment is doing that, albeit he's had a couple of years' practice at it so far, and things are starting to fit in um, the jigsaw. And as I say, and we kind of touched on this a few weeks ago, you know, I wonder if no crowds is benefiting Rangers more than it is oh, Celtic. Because I know yeah. punters can certainly get a wee bit impatient. I mean, I used to say, even last season, the criticism that Taverni gets, and now there's no crowd on his back. You know, he's showing that he's more than capable. Um, of of producing weekend, I think he's been consistent in his performances. Um, so the, the psychological kind of impact is 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 there as well. Um, and and again, you're talking there about keeping uh, strikers happy. You know, the strikers probably internally are not happy, but they Aye. because Aye. they're absolutely mullering everything that's in front of them. Morelos' um, face so, when he came off today, can I say that? Oh, he was 
he's obviously happy they're winning four 0 but he's it, he's raging that he's not going yeah. the score sheet. But I think yeah, that's a good a good thing. Yeah, too. of course it like, is. Of course it is. And that and that and that's what I'm saying. And they've obviously got the respect of Gerard McAllister and um, Bill. And as I say for Rangers, it, it's 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 so it's only a, a good thing um, because I say that it's not just a case of rolling over teams. They're playing well in rolling over teams. Um, yeah. And you know, it, it's it certainly it certainly bodes well for them. Um, and it keeps obviously the the sixteen million pound debt off the front and back pages. That the more they keep winning and get clear in the league. Um, and as I say, but Celtic have put themselves under great pressure because to claw anything back, they need to win two old firm games. And it's as I say, with the way Rangers are playing, you you wouldn't be surprised if the gap actually gets bigger. Um, but no, I mean I know I'm kidding on what, but um, I watched the first. I, I think I did watch the half time before. Um, my kids went to a certain coaching school this afternoon, so I must have said. <laughs> um, but Rangers were so far. I mean, I think Aberdeen just set their stall up to try and score for a corner. Um, uh, it was just set pieces all about. They, they, uh, they must have just been working on set pieces all week. Yeah. They had fancy and all that. Just put the ball as, in the box. As, and as, as, as I say, it could have been 3 0 before Kent scored. Um, <laughs> the, I thought it was a penalty on roof. Um, yeah. Oh, it's a stone wall penalty. Right? Yeah. 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 And as I say, if Aberdeen were walking in at half time, 4-0 down, they could have considered themselves lucky. <laughs> but how much how much is this down to just taking taking advantage of obviously Celta on the at on the at the races and now, but Rangers Rangers can only beat what's in front of them and they're just they're taking every chance. If both can see that a goal at Ibrox in the league this season, they're just yeah. everything they're doing is just Screaming to me that they've learned a lesson for the last two years. I know they're still a long way to go, but just they look so much better. They're just a difference in them in the last ten months. Just screams out to me. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I, think, I think I think the point you made there, Scott, earlier about the bench. Now, previous seasons you'd be looking saying, "Oh, if Morales gets injured or suspended, mm-hmm. we're going to struggle." Now it's not even even the lights. And he's, he's I think he's doing really well this season as well. Kent. Ken gets injured, somebody else can replace him. Yeah. If Morales gets injured, somebody else can replace him. You know, mm-hmm. if Goldson gets injured, even I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of the the boy McLaughlin. So even if Alan McGregor, yeah. who's the best uh, goalkeeper in the world for me, gets injured, then you know there's, there's an easy replacement there. So as I say, it, it bodes. It, it's it's a shame for Scottish football, but it bodes well for Rangers, to be honest. Definitely, definitely. They've no had to see apart from maybe Kilmarnock away. Where they chucked on the defender, they've not had to really like work for a for a win. No. If you know what I mean, like Ken Barney, but Kamala away, they kind of grinded it out in the end. They've not really had to do that a lot, a lot this season. Like it's been up to to now early doors and see the game out comfortably, just keep the ball. But I think when it shows you like at Kamala away, uh, like if the chips, if if the chips, what am I about? If the uh, goals, if the goal uh, score lines tight. Like they can, eh, they can grind out a result like that. They've got that in the locker, kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. agree with that, Mark. I agree with that. Just a quick wee round up of what was going on in the lower leagues. The Fairland beat Hearts two one to go top of the championship. Wilson Jenner could be a title race there. No, I think Hearts will win that league comfortably. <laughs> I was just so expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> Predictable. No. 
Right, I, I, I mean, they'll have some sticky results, I'm sure. Um, but no, I think Hearts are in the league comfort. I'm, I'm happy for Dom Thomas, to be honest. He seems to be doing yeah. really well this season. Again, I didn't think he was got a fair track of the whip at Comarnock, but then again, I would trust Steve Clark and Alex Dyer more than I would trust me, to be honest, in terms of coaching and picking a team. He, he seemed an impact player and didn't really get that many starts. Um, but as I say, he's done well this season at Dunfell, and maybe he's found a team that he played every week and prove his worth. And Air United star man, friend of the show, Michael Moffat, got his 100th goal. How much, how much does he deserve that? And just brilliant guy. Listen, deserves every bit. I, I, was, I was at Air when he scored his 50th goal up at East Fife, I remember it well. And, and it does, that was maybe six years ago. Uh, so it couldn't happen to a better guy. Uh, he's a great player. He's criminally underrated. Yeah. He doesn't get talked about enough at, at air. It was all, like, the season that uh, they went up fairly, went to the Championship, about all the goals for Lauren Shatland, etc. But, but Moffat's tripped in his first year, obviously because he's at 100 now, so uh, I don't need to tell you that. But it's the runs, he's so, un, he's so unselfish. See the runs and his link-up play, everything. It's, he's just, as a, a fantastic player. I'm surprised that, that nobody in the in the Premiership took a wee gamble on him uh, a few years ago when he was he went to Dunfermline. I moved fair, but like see like uh, St Mun or somebody like that, he would he wouldn't do any worse than uh, than than what they've picked up. But delighted for him. Uh, as I said, couldn't happen to a, to a nicer guy. Definitely couldn't couldn't have gave you more. Uh, League One, Falkirk beat League leaders Cove Rangers to go to move within a point behind Cove, so that's a big result for them. And in League Two, Queen's Park won three 0 to go four points clear there. So Queen's Park looked to be and kinda of nailed on for that league, I think. I think they'll just go further and further clear in that league. Oh, your when your wage bill's the same as Manchester United's then I'd <laughs> be expecting you to be to be winning those leagues. So I well, well done, well done to Ray McKinnon and all the spiders is there and their five grand a week. Marco Thank take Wilson's mask off. we'll move on to some fan questions we've got Jeff Reid asks I'm going to give this to Wilson do you think Neil Lennon should leave or stay what are your thoughts I think he should stay again I've resented their opinion but unfortunately it's a a results based business and obviously Jeff's um, a stalwart of the Copeland Road (laughs) I would imagine um, with that question but no I I, I said it I've called it and and I'm I'll stick by it. Lennon should have left after the old fun game. But as I say, they've, they've let it rot. And I know you maybe, oh, you can't just be sacked after losing one old fun game. Nothing to do with the result. It was the performance and the attitude of the players. And unfortunately, you can't sack 20 players. So sorry, Jeff. Lennon has to go. Do you believe that's nonsense about Eddie Howe? That they spoke to Eddie Howe? No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely but, not. But see, like, why is everybody screaming for Eddie Howe? Like, no. He done, no. like, it was we only spent millions exactly and got relegated. Like, yeah. no, even like we put up a fight, like just straight down with the manner of the defeats and everything. Like, see, fair enough if he'd went and done something like got Bournemouth challenging, like for the top four or whatever. But it's probably just because he's the only available kind of kind of manager at that kind of level that's free to know. But he's not done anything for me to merit a job like Celtic. Absolutely not, and it's the same old story. He he comes up here, you know, just say he does reasonably well, 
the first English team, like a Burnley or a Southampton, that shows a yeah. bit of a wee, so there's oh, absolutely yeah. no point. Absolutely did you, no, no, did you no, know my problem with no, no. Paul Hagen? I've said this before on the show, but if Neil Lennon was to lose his job and all of a sudden Celtic, all the Celtic players got a laugh and started trying and were blowing teams away the way they were last season, does that not reflect worse than the players? Ah, it says more about them, definitely. Players don't care, though. <laughs> players, players not interested. Players are interested in their ego. And as I say, I, I can't for the life of me understand a player that's thinking, we want Lennon out, so we're going to play poor, especially at, at this stage of the season, their careers. Because with the, great, the greatest respect, you know, Sparta Prague are not a great team. No. But the Iron Alex Rangers, I'm not saying they're not a great team, but Rangers were not a second gear, so they so certainly need to up their game in terms of just playing Rangers. Sparta Prague weren't great, Hibs aren't great. Aberdeen aren't great in, in, in Celtic. I mean, I think it's one one in eight games or something. It's, it's, it's completely unacceptable. Two and eight. For, it's not, it's not good. Two and eight. Right. Well, that's well. That, well eight, one one, say, one, exact, one in Scottish Cup. Stack for less than that. Now, as, I'm on here criticising Neil Lennon. You know, if the players aren't playing from there, he has to go. It's not a case of, oh, let, let's let's kind of hum and haul and wait, wait wait and see if they come back. If they fell out with the manager, they fell out, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. See, see if it comes January, and they get a good money offer for flights. Or I see they try to get Christie in a new deal. Or see if maybe no the Scottish players because they're a bit more in the know with what it means for this season. Now, but see, see like some of being Cham or or Ayer or Edward. See if they get decent money. Like that could turn their head. You know what I mean? Like if we're not doing too well, the new uh, and and I've got a chance of this move. Can they could go the next week and and get an injury, can I think if they get a a big money offer, no big money offer, but if they get a Celtic a decent offer that they feel they can't refuse, the, the player would would want to go. Depend depending on how many points they're in it after the old fun game. Mm. If just say just say for example, it's even games and it goes to eleven points. Edward, Ayer, Christie, and Chamel all about the door because okay. the league is gone. The league is gone, and they'll say they're trying to recuperate money for the COVID stuff, etc., and, and start rebuilding again. But if, if they lose the old firm game and it becomes a giant task again, then those big hitters will all be out the door. They'll all want away. Definitely. Stephen Nicol asks, Scott, what are your thoughts on Rangers' accounts? Well, Rangers have now Rangers have published a loss this, this week of £15.9 million. Pounds. It's never good when you hear that, that a Scottish team's £15 million pounds in debt, but Again, I think it has more to do with the fact they haven't sold a player. I think that will be the last season they'll see that we've sold, that Rangers will have sold a player. Rangers will sell a player next summer. I don't know who it will be, but I'd imagine Mare- I think if my point with the whole thing is if Morelos was sold, Rangers would have been in profit for the year. And well, what about the other fourteen point nine million though? Do you think you're getting that? Do you think you're getting that sum of money for Morales? No, I don't. I don't well, it just I don't know. Be, for me, it has to be fifteen million pound, like for him. The way current things are the new, but it, it is just is a team going to come and come and pay that in this in these current circumstances? I think it is more than just know. that. I think it's more than just that. I think it is obviously Europa League match day revenue loss. There could be more wage bills, something like twenty five percent higher than it was the season before. Like that's there is a massive squad, like and it's all quality. So they they are obviously getting 
well paid, uh, which they, sh- they should. Yeah. But I think it's maybe are they taking the risk just to deliver? Actually, finances and all that, no point talking to me about that. The best thing the, but the guy are they not, are they taking the gamble? Yeah, the guy called Kieran Maguire spoke about it the other day. I would recommend listening to that. Everybody that mm-hmm. you know, wants to understand the full thing, but on you go, Shaka, sorry. Just... Uh, are, they, are they like that? Oh, right, we'll, we'll uh, work with this loss and, uh, and take the gamble to deliver the title. And I then, think that's exactly what it is, yeah. Aye, and then, uh, right, sir, if, if things go the way they're going, there's going to be people coming in for Barisic, uh, maybe Tavernier, uh, who else we we go? Uh, Aribo and Kamara. See see if if players ben. like that ben. keep keep playing like that. Like, there's no doubt the the money the money in the offers will be there. I think they they just basically says we need to work away at this and and take the gamble that because one way or another there is going to be players going out the door at any season. Yeah. Going to be going to be sold, so they'll just that's think a, that's, they, my, that's my it's worth the gamble to try and deliver the deliver Do, the do you know what my biggest fear is with them. it all? Though my biggest yep. fear is with it all is that regardless of how the league pans out, I I wonder if both clubs then can have down tools a wee bit and it affects Scottish football mm-hmm. because I I I still don't see Gerard's not going to be here for ten in a row. You know, for Rangers, he's not going to be... I wouldn't have thought he'd be here for three in a row, to be honest. Um, but what I'm saying is, Celtic don't get the 10. Do their fans go flat? Therefore, Ned really wants to go and play for Celtic. If Rangers win it, they've stopped 10 in a row. Big sigh of relief. Aye, they get recoup their money back and then kind of... No, no go well, nothing really matters now, but like... Yeah. It's no as much pressure. Like, it's almost it's like a relief. Pop, it's, like, it's like popping a balloon. Aye, that's aye. It. I, I think that's exactly what's happened. If there's that much pressure to deliver for both sides to deliver ten in yeah. a row or or stop the ten in a row. Yeah. So they've both well, no both, but Rangers especially are gambling on. Yeah. Like, put all their eggs in the one basket. Go and yeah. go and win win the league, and then. Deal with deal with the end of the season basically and, and offload players, which the leagues and the Rangers Celtic are kind of they were climbing back to to where the teams were over like previous years. We're getting quality players in internationalists, etc. But I, I do agree where there will be players getting offloaded at the end of the season for both clubs. Uh, they just need to, need to get get. Good money for them to yeah, the balance yeah. the books. My, my two big takeaways from it is there's going to be two teams for Scotland qualify for the Champions League next season, so they're going to have got that opportunity to make that money. That's the first thing I would mm-hmm. say. Secondly, yep. this this Rangers board aren't risk takers. They're not going to. They can't, not, they, they can't be because of what's going on previous. Yeah, that's what I mean. Right. They're not going to take the risk that the previous board would have took and completely go off the rails. So. There's no way that that's... Oh, let's let's hope they do. Oh, they do. Absolutely do. But the only thing I would say is Rangers haven't had a sellable asset in, since probably in the future Yelovic. So now they've got three or four. And Rangers are a selling club. So are Celtic. Every Scottish club is a selling club. So there is going to be a, a player leaving Rangers at the end of the season because there's no way there isn't because... And, and the manager... <laughs> 
Listen, it, it is, it's inevitable that because of how young and it's his first job and that, I wouldn't surprise me if Rangers win the league and, and he does go, because what else can he like, achieve more yeah. than that? Obviously, going on in Europe, but let's be honest, none of the teams are going to can I do in in Europe? It wouldn't surprise me, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, hold it against him if if Rangers won the league and and he went out in a high because he'd be a, a hero, a legend. Obviously, it'd be disappointing, he, but definitely. equally though, if he doesn't win the league and he leaves, is is he a failure? Yeah, ah, of course, of course I he is. But some people probably regard him as a failure than now, but yeah, he's obviously, obviously the way... Oh, absolutely, the club, absolutely is. There's no doubt about that. The way the club that. are playing in that and the direction that they... There's no doubt that there is improvement, but it's like you... Fans can't put improvement in the, in, the, uh, in the trophy right. club. And it, you, you've got trophies at the end of the day and he's not delivered that yet. So he knows himself. There's no... There's no uh, Nibdon that knows better than him that there must be silverware this year. In fact, no silverware because if you win the League Cup and the Scottish Cup, you've no won the league and that's the, the big one. So if you don't win the league, he's a failure if he wins the league. He's a hero. It's, it's all or nothing, basically. Especially the position they're in now. What goes up must come down. Yeah. But I would, I would certainly say Rangers are in the Rangers are in the driving seat right now and I think I would be very, very surprised if they don't take their chance now. Yeah, I think they're, they're right. playing so much better. But Stephen Nicholas, oh, okay. another question. Will the top will the teams in the top half right now be the same six at the end of the season? So we're going with Rangers, Celtic, Habs, Aberdeen, Dundee, United, Kilmarnock. Does anybody take them off the top six? Uh, I'll take Dundee United off it. Aye, I would take the day night off it. I'll put Motherwell on. Put Motherwell yeah. on, aye. Yeah. yeah. I would agree. All yeah. in agreement. Yeah, definitely. Callum at two questions. First of all, I'll give this to Wilson. The second one, I'll give to Shankers. What does Celtic need to do to, do, what does Celtic need to, do to try and gain some momentum? New manager. Well, it's the obvious one. Do you think one, it's that no. simple? Yeah. I, 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 again, and as I say, it'll come out in the wash, you know, years down the line. Celtic now need to gamble. Is they they are sticking at the moment and sticking's not working because as I say this is all stemmed from the the old the old fun game. If if you let this rot away, right, you you can't wait till it's too late. Now the problem is now that Celtic's going to have to bide their time to January now for me, um, and have have someone in place that's ready. The contracts agreed to step in. After I think the, the old fun game's the second, so they're going to have to do it then, as I say. But between now and then, how many more points does it need to be? Yeah, yes, you're playing a, a, a much improved, better Rangers team, but after how many games you're 11 points behind, and it's different if it's 11 points behind. You lost the old fun game closely, you know, and you've got two games in hand. But that, that, this, that I would, if it was 20 points, I don't think Celtic could complain because the performances have been unacceptable. Mm-hmm. But the difference was two months ago before the old firm, they were playing poor but winning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as I say, it's, 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 the results, of course, are crucial, but it's, it's the performance, the body language, everything that goes with it has been terrible. I mean, even, even yesterday, you know, going back to their game, what, what is Scott Brown doing? That, I know, man. I that is a 35-year-old midfielder yeah. that with a with 20 winners' medals, 60 Scotland caps. 
what is he thinking? And that man tells me, and that tells me, here, I'm not happy here. I'm going to do. It something. doesn't going win that, don't you know? Like the the players facing away for goal, going towards heading out of play, going out the box. But he doesn't need to win that there. Even it's in front of goal, some you need to do some, but it does not need crazy. that goal. It's crazy. It is. Crazy. It's crazy. Shankers, Callum also asks, what do what do Rangers need to do to maintain the way they are, they are playing and keep winning? What is the how do they maintain it? Just do what they're doing, basically. What there's there's no point in changing something that doesn't need change. Kind of they're they're knocking teams off comfortably. What they just need to keep going. Every, as I said, I wrote earlier, they're so well drilled. Everybody knows what they're doing. Everybody knows their job, movement. Everything it's clearly. They've been working on that for years. It's so it's drummed into all the players, even the new players that have come in. have picked it up well, obviously. It's just just need to keep doing it. Uh, the the good thing is they're no conceding goals. The rotation of the team's no uh, no like breaking anything up. Like one in, one out. It's still everything's kind of the momentum's kind of keep going. They just need to keep doing what they're doing and and just know if if it does go against them that. That they have got, they can do it if you know what I mean. Like, grind out results. Like, they can't don't just do it like a pretty way, like be horrible at times, staying and grind out results when they need to go. Because there will be times at the se- in the season that they will be challenged and they, they need to show that they can do the dirty side as well as as well as well playing rock and roll football. Mm-hmm. Wilson, I just want to ask you one last question before we wrap up. Because my battery's going to run out. That's good. Well, Neil Lennon be the Celtic manager this time next week. Uh, yeah. Yes, but it shouldn't be. But again, there's no point now. There's no point. There's not going to be any international breaks or anything. It's full throttle until January. It's not going to happen until the 3rd of January. Mm-hmm. And Shankers, we're going to come back in so, so, like, we can see by the next time that there is a break. Again, at March time, it's coming to the crunch, isn't it? Mm-hmm. See, see, going back on onto it. About the gamble, do you think they see about keep keep whether they keep them or change them? Do you think the board are thinking we don't want to be seen like going out in a whimper, like just letting it kind of roll out? Like no. it's there's so much at stake that they they think they feel that they will need to act at a, a certain time. I think, think that's why it's hand, it hasn't handled already because there is that doubt of what if we get this wrong and. Aye. If they get it, if they get it wrong, then they're going. They're always. It's the same way Rangers back in 1998. They weren't remembered as a, they were remembered as a team that didn't win ten. Not so much. Mm. Well, obviously later on they were, but Celtic will be remembered as a team that didn't win ten in a row when the chances were there for them. And that's what will be the sitting with the Celtic board. That's my thinking. That's what I think anyway. Well, Celtic will be remembered the team that didn't win ten in a row legally. Whereas the team that Rangers didn't win 10 in a row did it with cheating no, as didn't. well. No, they didn't. Um, with, with their payments, etc. And, and all that. So at least Celtic will still be able to hold their heads high after failing to get 10. I'm playing to your gallery. <laughs> no, I think like he it. says no, that I... and then just listens to himself back and be chucking. <laughs> <laughs> no, no in, 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 as I say, in, in all seriousness, it's... Yes, it is a gamble, but I mean the Celtic board can't win either. 
because no. aye, if they yeah, don't change boys. it, they'll get pelters. If they change it and fail, change they'll get it and goes, and goes wrong. Aye, exactly. And to, and to be fair, what, what you've got to think of, who who in their right mind would come in in January unless they're getting fifty million to spend in Scottish football, and then you be the manager that's failed. You know, so somebody with a legacy like Brendan Rodgers or Strachan or Martin O'Neill, who who would come in and say, right, oh, I'll take it for six months exactly. and you fail because their legacy's gone. Yeah. The same, and it's the same I've as Ali McCoy's and Neil Lennon. The legacy's gone because of what they've done managerially. And as I say, if Lennon, if Lennon fails, then all he'll be remembered for is a man that failed to bring 10 in a row. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shanker's final question What chances do you give Rangers and Celtic on Thursday night? Celtic need a reaction uh, for Obviously the last time they played Sparta Prague But just a reaction in general uh, They need to win if they have any hopes of qualifying To be honest I don't think they should even bother with, with Europe like, I think they should just accept that they're not going to not that they're not going to qualify, but the chances are they're not going to qualify. Try and just get a, a decent result, get momentum going, going for for the league and and uh, send the under twenties out there with John Kennedy playing and whatever. Just you know, out, get the game out the road, get them gone, you know, and what about it? Is it Rangers Benfica Ibrox? Yeah. Aye, I'll be a home man. I'll be a home man. I think so. I, I, I do. Yeah. I see the see the boy Nunes. I think it was that, that come on and he scored the the equaliser. Yeah. He's a he's a in a. In a and Rangers will be a big, big player for them. Rangers, Rangers will be itching like to avenge. Yeah. How they threw the two goal lead away there as well. So, aye. Let let Rangers concentrate in Europe. If Rangers <laughs> win, they're through as well. So I think they'll be trying to win. Early as possible to, to then get spare. They can they can rest so they don't need to play like uh, Thursday Sunday. Their best yeah, players kind of thing. Yeah. Aye. Well, that'll do us for this week. Thanks very much to Wilson and Shankers for joining me. Super. No Thanks very much. Thanks for having us on. Tune in on social media this week. We'll be in, we'll be announcing something very exciting about the show for next week. So tune in and thanks very much to everybody for listening. Cheers. Thanks, Cheers. guys. See ya. Oh, 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 oh,